Hi guys and welcome to episode 4 of my podcast. So this week I'm speaking to Laura. Laura has had a garden and then this year has got an allotment. Laura is going to speak about her garden and her allotment and why she started gardening and also about how it helps her mental health. So tune in and listen to Laura speaking to us soon. Thanks for coming on the show tonight. How are you? Yes, I'm good, thank you. Thank you very much for having me. You're very welcome. It's lovely to have you on the show. So would you just like to introduce yourself and tell um, everybody about yourself? Yeah, so I'm Laura. Um, uh, Lottie on the hill is my Instagram tag. Um, and I started, um, I started growing vegetables actually in my garden last year during lockdown. Um, so it wasn't actually due to lockdown that I started. We bought a house our first house at the end of uh, December 2019, and then the garden looked a sorry state. It looked very, very sad and grey. So come the spring, I started working on it, and less than two weeks later, we got went into lockdown in England. Um, so I'm based in Warwickshire, and we were really blessed with amazing weather for the whole of first six weeks of lockdown so I was growing flowers I was lucky enough that the previous owner had actually um, built a raised bed so I used that to grow um, sprouts, broccoli, uh, potatoes without knowing what on earth I was doing so I literally planted every seed that I had and ended up with far too much broccoli so I ended up uh, giving some away to a friend who's got an allotment down the road and really really loved growing in the garden last year during lockdown um, I'd kind of had bouts of anxiety previously but I'd started to have panic attacks during lockdown really irrationally thought somebody was trying to break into my house at at two o'clock in the morning I'd get my partner to wake up um, and walk the house with me and I knew nobody was trying to get into my house but just this anxiety level was so high that that I had all these strange thoughts so actually sitting in the garden with my hands in soil planting seeds and trying to grow things just did me the world of good it really relaxed me cleared my head and I was also working from home uh, during that whole time so uh, it was a really good break from my day job when I finished work to go into the garden and and have that sort of crossover so that I could come back into the house and not feel like I was walking back into work and then this year I realised that I'd completely outgrown the garden and really wanted to take it to the next level I felt like I know a lot more this year and so there was a lot more that I wanted to grow so um, I took on the allotment Um, everyone thought it was crazy it was not in anywhere near as bad a state as some that I've seen. It was completely covered in black plastic. So I've, I've, I've pulled all that up. Very uneven, but the soil was amazing. So I literally got to work straight away on that. Um, and my sister and dad, who'd seen it the day that they took it on, who thought it was crazy, they, they came up a few weeks later and were like, actually, I think you can do this, which was a really great boost. Um, and then this year I've had quite a bad bout of um, depression over the last few months and I actually ended up having to be off work for a few weeks with that because I just 
struggled to get out of bed. Uh, I had a, a period where I, I literally got into the bath one evening and burst tears for no reason whatsoever and I couldn't stop myself. And my partner came in and was like, this, you need to do something about this. So I uh, took a few weeks off, which work were amazing with, and I, I literally spent it at the allotment. Um, and it's been so, so good to ground me again and to refocus and to just not think about anything else. And, and then when I have come back into real life, realise that all the things that were getting me really down and, and making me anxious were actually just me, I think, burnout. I think I just, I'd gotten to the point where I just really needed just to step back from, from the world. And the allotment was a great place to escape to. Definitely. Um it's amazing you're talking about it and that's what I love about, you know, meeting people and meeting meeting them and talking about their story is that I think, you know, when I decided to start the Instagram I didn't realise like how much it, it kinda helped people. Like I always thought, you know, it helped my husband and he would kind my husband's not very good at expressing himself, um about how his depression makes him feel, you know, he'll, he'll say things like, oh, it makes my head feel as if it's cleared or it, it lifts me and I go out and I forget about what my mind is, is thinking about. And it's and just like you're saying, it's like things, he says, it's things that probably aren't even going to happen, but they'll go around my head for like a, a day or, or two. And, and he said, it's like, it's things that you, you probably isn't ever going to happen, but I've just got in my mind, he says, whereas I go out in the garden, it kind of, it helps me and I just thought that was amazing to just listen to people talking about how gardening has helped them and even myself, like I didn't even realise that gardening was helping me to deal with supporting my husband with his depression and anxiety because my husband does suffer from quite severe um, anxiety and depression and he has had um, suicidal thoughts quite a lot so for me I think the garden has been kind of somewhere where I've went and kind of it's let me kind of clear my mind and th- and kind of recharge my batteries and think about things. And I think the whole taking on the allotment and the, with the nursery and stuff, it kind of gave me a new sense of... Co- like you're saying, a bit, like a boost of confidence because I never thought I would be able to do this. I never thought I would be on Instagram like do sharing what I'm doing in the garden because I used to keep just I, I thought oh, I can't do it so I think that gardening gives you the confidence in meeting people so even today um at work I was talking to someone and they were saying about you know the development really isn't just about growing it's about the experience it's about the community it's about learning it's about you know just you go to the allotment and people tell you their stories and it, you get lost I mean I go to the allotment and I'm there for like three four hours and a lot of the time I don't always get things done because I end up speaking to one of the plot um you know members and it's like four hours later and I think oh I was going to do come up and do something but do you know what it's really good I think to be able to have that chat with people yeah, and I think it's really good to have an escape mm-hmm. so Ash obviously supports me and my partner he supports me but I think me going to the allotment and spending a few hours there also gives him a break 
and as you say, like he's not interested whatsoever in the allotment. Um, he's actually a special for Warwickshire Police, so that's kind of his escape when he's feeling a bit like uh, he'll go on duty because he can pick and choose when he does it as a special. Um, but when I go out and he's not on duty, it gives him a break from me, <laughs> and it's kind of like I've got my own little space where I can escape from him because <laughs> he's, you know, he's Mr. Grumpy. He's he's literally got a heart of gold, but he is the grumpiest person in the world. <laughs> Just go there and have some peace and quiet, and escape from the cats who literally try to get into everything. I'm <laughs> just I'm just admiring your cats there. I, I, your husband sounds quite like my husband because sometimes he is a bit grumpy and stuff and just like you're saying he's my husband's not interested he does come and help me like you know if i need something built like a fence or something or he'll come down and help me but he's 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 not interested in that side of um gardening he's more interested in our garden and developing that and he's just he's not in it growing food so he's not a big veg eater it's really, yeah, i like veg so um so yeah it's just really for me and the rabbits i grow but you know, I think it is good, like you said, to have somewhere to go and and have that space and just get away from it all. So what made you... I know why I asked that, and but when I talk about Instagram, I started it because my friend kind of encouraged me to do it. But how did... Why did you start the Instagram to keep it uh, kind of log? So, because I think it's really... When I look back, the garden changes so the day that we moved in on on the 13th of december 2019 i took a photograph of the garden and it just looked so gray and miserable and then as i was working on the garden i took pictures basically because i wasn't seeing family and people weren't allowed to visit i was taking photos really just sort of share with family and say that you know maybe i have got green fingers after all maybe i'm not going to kill everything in the garden and then when I got to the end of the year and the flowers all died off and it just went back to just being green and you know all the leaves had died off the trees I looked back at the photographs just to, to admire them like the beautiful flowers that I had had earlier in the year and I looked at like the comparison from the mark from the from the December picture through to the September picture and I was just like oh my god this is amazing so when I got the allotment I knew that I needed to to have a visual log because the first six weeks of having the allotment I did not enjoy it at all I didn't enjoy the setup process because I was doing it alone and it was really manual work and the part that I had enjoyed was seeing things grow and, and growing like putting seeds in putting the plants in so the first six weeks for me setting up were really difficult um and so i like took the photographs and stuff to share with the with other people because i don't know about you but not many people i know get that excited when i'm like i've got tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> yeah i totally i totally um relate even before i started doing like instagram and stuff i mean my iphone storage is always telling me i've not got enough storage um and that was before i even started even when my husband used to do the garden and i i've got pictures from like when we got this house um the garden actually was the reason we bought it and i took pictures from like as it was 
to, and I've took it from 2015 to now. And my husband always says, "Why are you taking so many photos?" And I'm like, "But do you not see the progress of where we've we've actually this this garden had nothing, and look what we've got now." But I think now he's starting to get um, this year. Obviously, in January we started remodeling the garden, and I think now he's starting to see. Oh, like look at the difference. And when I show him pictures of like. All we had was stones. When I went out in my back garden, it was just stones and decking. And I'm like, look at look at what we've got now. You know, we didn't even have a greenhouse. We're on our second greenhouse now. I would like a greenhouse of my own, but I haven't managed to talk him into giving me that yet because I'm taking over his space. But um, I loved and I, even like Monty Don in, in Gardener's World, he always says, you know, the best way to kind of keep a kind of memory of what you've got because if things die back and come back next year you can't always remember where they were you were like oh where was that oh that was that was and my husband does it as, as well and I'm like oh that's a that's a future oh that's you know that's that's uh, where the um hostel was coming up remember so it's good to like in a way as well for designing the next year but um the Instagram thing I think just really surprised me like because like you're saying I would say to, I would say to my mom and dad who you know, we're never really into growing or anything. Oh, look at look at I grew these tomatoes, and they'd be like, "Oh, that's really good." But you're you in work when you say to your your friends, "Oh, look at I've, I've got so I've got tomatoes, I've got strawberries growing." And no, if you're not into garden, I don't think you really actually appreciate the fact that the the work and the time and the effort to get those those strawberries. You're like amazing, like. And I think I've got a whole appreciation for the strawberries now in Tesco. I think the the amount of work that people put in and me just go in and get it and just buy it as if it's just there. And you think, you don't even think about that until you grow your own. Definitely. I, I think we need to get, maybe in the summer, I think we need to get like a, a meeting somewhere. We need to get, um definitely meet up somewhere um, at Garden Sense and meet somewhere and, and, and meet in person. Because I, I think maybe in a couple, maybe some of the other um, gardeners' diaries, gardeners might kind of come along as well, which I would hope, it would be nice if we could do a weekend and meet up and just 
have a good chat and stuff or even Gardner's World we could you never know we could all meet at Gardner's World and have um, a kind of meet, meet up uh, and I think you know for me I never, I, I never really dream, dreamed that anything would really come from me starting an Instagram, but yet I'm now doing this, talking to you on the podcast. I've got, I started my blog, and you know, I think, wow, and all, all these kind of things that have came from it. And it's, it's just from me sharing like my story about me and my husband, and I think it's made me more confident to speak about it because before I probably would have shied away from it, you know, because there, there, there is still a stigma, but not as much, but it's getting better, which is good that people can talk about mental health and talk about feelings. Um, but before, you know, I have had a lot of negativity when I, from people and even family members um, about talking about Neil's depression. So I think it's good that we're all starting to talk because I think that's really what we need to do as a society. Um, and I keep saying and working the nursery I work in that I think you know the key is to start talking about emotions young when they're young, and like, and my I've got a group of children that, I, that are in my group, and I always say you know if you tell me how you're feeling if you're feeling upset I can help you there you know I'll always be able to help you and I think that's the key you know you might not be able to fix everything but if if you open up and tell somebody how you're feeling then you know it's a, a problem shared the problem halved definitely yeah absolutely I mean my partner's um day job is as a college lecturer and he is certainly um seeing that there's a lot more students speaking to him about mental health issues, suicidal thoughts, and he's just like, you know, if you ever need to speak to anybody, you call me, email me, you don't don't suffer in silence, because I think you're right, there is that stigma, or there's the misconception that, I think think the word depression and anxiety is overused, and people who are feeling a bit they do so when they're depressed rather than they're feeling a bit down and they think it's only once you've actually had anxiety and depression properly that you realise that actually you know what I'm feeling at the moment is I just feel a bit down because I've had that as well you know you just feel a bit down everything feels a bit blur you know you on Monday morning away Friday afternoon and so the weekdays drag um but I think once you've actually had a, a bout of depression or you know anxiety attack. Last year when he ends up when I had the panic attacks, I didn't know what was wrong with me. Literally, I couldn't breathe. My heart was racing. My partner opened the window in, in the back bedroom so I could try and get my breath to try and uh, get fresh air because it was stupid o'clock in the morning. I just didn't know what was wrong with me because I'd, ne- I'd been anxious or nervous about things or overthinking Friends, an awful lot of them. I mean, I'm now on um, medication, 
um, low dose medication and actually speaking to friends I found that there's quite a few of my friends that I didn't know that are also on it and also have problems and before I think lockdown before Covid I think people were a lot less reluctant to speak but because they've now had the anonymity that they've had that sort of safety net of being on a screen instead of face to face I think people have found it easier to start talking Definitely. I, I, I mean, I, I found a lot more people talking about. But I also think, and I know that um, one of my one of my good friends is on medication, and I know that also my husband. They both kind of feel the same, and I think that is also sometimes people feel a stigma of having to take medication. To be sensitive, because shut the door. just came in. Um. The, the dog will be back in ex- with excitement um, but yeah I think there's a stigma of saying that you're on medication which I suppose I can totally get it that it might be you know for me I guess I'm just if I need medication I need medication you know my dad is diabetic and you know for him I think he doesn't want it. He he's what he's the same. He's like, I don't want to take medication. And I'm like, well, I don't want to lose you. So I would rather you take the medication and it it helps you. Um, and I I've had these conversations with my friend who you know who has had came off medication and and I'm like, you need to go back on it. You know, because you can see that they're struggling. And I'm like, you you can't come off it. You need to go back on it. It's helping you. And I think you know, just realizing that. And I think that it's just the way society's been I think asking for help has always been for years like you just kind of had to go on with it and it's probably the way we were brought up you know not so much not now with like younger generation but when you know I'm in my 30s so I think when you were just kind of just dust yourself off and go on with it type things but yes I think the, the whole stigma of mental health um, I think is just a big a lot a lot of things that people feel embarrassed about and I think that it'd be great if you know people just like you're saying would even in person would be able to say oh, I'm not feeling great today and I always kind of think it would just be great to be able to talk and, and say things and even me I'd, I mean I don't suffer from any mental health issues but even like me talking to my friends like I think has changed over the last year so you know, when I go into work, if I'm no feeling great or something's happened, you know, I'll be able to talk to. I've got a good group of friends that I can talk to now, and just kind of tell them anything, which is good to have people to talk to and kind of be open with. Yeah, definitely. You need some sort of
feel good at the moment, which is great. I'm glad. I'm really glad. You know, I I wasn't sure. I didn't. I wasn't sure. You know, when you were you were kind of saying about it was helping your mental health. So I'm I'm glad you've you've opened up and shared with me because I wasn't sure um, if it was yourself or it was your husband. You know, that was doing the garden and um, it was just helping you through your mental health. But I'm I'm so glad you've actually shared that with me. And it's great to hear people sharing their stories because I think the more we share and the more we talk, the better it's going to be. Um, And the more it's just going to be... I think me and Jason were talking about it the other week, you know, and he said the more we have conversations like this, you know, the less it is of a stigma and the more people will just do it normally, you know, and talk about how they're feeling. And... You know, gardening is just—I can't actually just can't believe how good gardening is. You know, and it's just something that everybody could do. You know, even if you don't—that's what I was saying to Jason, who has the balcony garden. You know, a lot of people I've spoke to him. You know, I'd be like, "Oh, you got a garden?" And we say, you know, we would say veranda up here in Scotland. So they they would say, "I've got a veranda. Uh, I can't garden." And and I think you can garden. You know, you could get pots. You could. You know, if you really want to garden, you can really do it anywhere. Um, so I think... Bells, you know, window boxes, you can do it anywhere. Um, you can have walls, you can have gardens, you can have trees, you can have things and tried to grow and stuff, put shelves up near near you know a bright window and you can grow things there. But definitely um, so what's your so what do you think you I know you've started your own blog now, so what's your plans for what you're gonna do or are you just <laughs> just for you, just for you to just kinda keep a, a log of yeah, I think at the moment it's for me to keep a log and hopefully some of the stuff that I've got on there will help other people because when I started out I didn't have a clue where to look and where to go. Um, there's so many resources out there and I started out on the Facebook groups and I find Facebook groups are so negative and so many conflicting ideas and there's uh, definitely I think community-wide Instagram is much better community for gardeners than Facebook and so yeah the purpose of the blog I think it, it's for me it's a personal record for me sort of a step further a step beyond Instagram um, but also to try and have been like a bit of a resource I've got so many things in my head that I want to write on there that I need to sort of write myself in and plan it properly so that it, it can be really helpful and be a bit of a resource for other people I think it's great. I think it's great to see because I remember when you started following me, and I remember you 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 messaging me and 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 saying, oh, oh, your page is great and stuff. And I was like, and I've all I'm st- I think I'll always be the same anyway. But I'm just like I'm I'm just doing my own garden. I'm, I just to me it's nothing special. To me, I'm just like you sharing what I'm doing, and if I can help people, then that's great. And I just think. Instagram is so much more positive. Um, I did. I came off Facebook as well, like for my own personal one, um, because like that I was on garden forums and stuff, and it was dead negative, and it was a lot of and like you know you post something and then someone will say, oh that's not how you do it, or or, or you've done that wrong, or and 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 I'm like you know. <laughs> 
I think people should just be if you can't well I was always taught when I that if you can't be nice then don't say anything at all you know type thing and you should be kind because at the end of the day just like you said well how did you learn you know if you're saying that or the way you've done it you know you could maybe try this way is is fantastic I'd be like oh great that's something to try but to just go on and just like be negative towards people and I don't think I don't tend to get that on um, Instagram at, at all I have had it like a couple maybe once or twice where someone has commented and said um, something about the rabbits or something about um, something about what I've done and I've just kind of I've just deleted it and just blocked them because I thought you know it's probably like they're wanting that reaction um, to what they've said and I just think you know what if you're going to be negative then you know you can come off my page so I haven't had a lot of negativity but I know that some people do get trolls and things which is on online it, it's it's terrible and I think maybe there needs to be better kind of regulation about how you know I think consequences for what people say I mean people who say things in the heat of the moment and I don't actually think they realise that there's a person on the other side end of it who could be taking how what you're saying you know I think if you're if you say something you just I always think see if you're going to say something would you say that to that person's face if they were right there and then think about how you would feel if you were saying it if you would say I wouldn't say that to that person well maybe you should you should think about how how you would feel and how they would feel and I just think maybe that's and online maybe it's just a wee bit too much that people can say stuff and um instagram and, and facebook and stuff are not very good at taking stuff down when people say it is you know they'll say oh it's not against regulations but you're like well really you should just be taking it down because it's not being very kind um but yeah it, it's a, it's I haven't had any instances on Instagram, but on Facebook, there's been, in some of the gardening groups, somebody mentions a home, as in the gardening tool, and they get banned from Facebook for a week for saying like, an inappropriate word, but you'll say, they'll say something that's really racist or sexist, but because they haven't used a certain word, they don't, there's no consequence, and like you say, Facebook says it's not against regulations, but... You can talk about a garden tool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, that's that's what it's called. So, and, and but even when people, you know, get get things, you know, if the police are involved with it, people saying stuff online, it's like a caution. And I'm like, a caution, please don't don't give people cautions. Like, so that that's not going to deter anybody from being cheeky or or bullying somebody online. A caution, you know, really need to be more kind of. Um, talking about you know like this is a consequence so you you need to think about what you're saying and it's it's not nice but yeah i haven't had a lot of negativity um on instagram it's been great and tiktok's been great um and i've just i've started my youtube and that's that i haven't had any negativity on that but facebook yeah i decided just to take it um oh i, I, I don't really use it and and Twitter, I think, is really good. I don't know if you're on Twitter. Twitter is fantastic. I haven't got a, tweet, a Twitter account for the garden. I've got another one which will go in and check in on certain things for work. But that seems to be fine as well. And I actually find that really amusing as well when you've got things like when Donald Trump was on it and people were, you know, I find it really funny 
things like that. Um, so yeah, I think I probably need to consider getting a Twitter account set up as well. Twitter, well, a Twitter is meant to is meant well. My uh, one of my friends and work one of our work colleagues, um, her son said that Twitter and and Instagram is the big thing. So, um, I started a Twitter. So I've got quite a, a, the same kind of following on Twitter, like um, really quickly. Um, even more quickly than Instagram so Twitter I think seems to be quite you know people retweet you and, and stuff so Twitter is really good I would get on Twitter um, and get your get your name right there with your allotment and stuff but you know it's just I think it's just getting I think and well the time as well I think sometimes when when you've got like different pages and stuff it, it, it takes up a lot of time as well because you've got to kind of take time to do your, your kind of pages and stuff and your podcast well I've started the podcast to talk to people which is just is kind of taking off for me which I wasn't I wasn't really expecting to have so many people um messaging me wanting to come on which is which is great that they all want to come on so but I'm, I'm, I'm double booked I'm booked now right down to the the end of October with people wanting to come on and talk which is good it's good I'm not complaining um but it just shows you like the power of like you know when you're on and you just start a thing and you meet people it's great to be able to talk um but it's it's just it's great uh, and thanks thanks for coming on and sharing your story about um, how you're getting on. And hopefully, maybe we could have you on another time and you can tell us kind of an update about, uh, about your allotment and how you get on with your blog and stuff. And maybe you'll maybe you'll have went on Twitter and see how you're getting on. But definitely. But I'll let you go. And uh, listen, thanks for coming on. And Hi guys and thanks for listening to the podcast this week. Thank you so much to Laura for coming on and sharing her story and raising awareness about mental health. It's great to hear people's stories and get everybody talking and starting the conversation about mental health and helping to end the stigma. Next week we have three podcasts. So we have Maria, Ben and Angela who will all be talking about their stories and how they started gardening. Tune in next week to listen to their stories.